Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to provide you with guidance and inspiration to help you rise to your highest and best self through style. Let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to be chatting with you, as I always am. <laughs> uh, before we dive in, if any of you want any style help with getting yourself outside of the style box, if you want to see nothing but possibilities in your closet and you want to know how to crack open more outfit potential based on what you already have, that's right, no shopping required, then don't forget to check out my Jumpstart Your Style program. It is 14 videos for me showing you how you can use exactly what you have in your closet and start looking and viewing it differently. I walk through the exercises myself that I give you in these videos so you can see how I would walk through it as a stylist. And I promise you, you will have so much beautiful outfit potential pop through for you. It's so much fun. The feedback on this program has been phenomenal. And best part is it's super, super, super affordable. So I will leave that link down below in the show notes. Now today I wanted to talk to all of you about something that I think is so important for women. I mean, it's important for men too, but I find that women really, really get caught up in comparison. And I know we've probably all heard the quote that comparison is the thief of joy. And it's something that Oh my gosh, I, I mean, I know as women, we know this and yet we do it, don't we? I mean, we look through social media or magazines or maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe it's in our friend circle and you think, you know, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful or she's so much more successful or she's got X, Y, Z thing and I don't, right? We get into this mode of comparison that thinking that the grass is greener on the other side. And then we end up getting into this very low vibrational energy that makes you feel less than, right? And this is such a dangerous thing that we do as women because it completely crushes our vibe. Because by thinking that we should be more like someone else, we fail to recognize our own personal power. Again, if we all take the time and sit back and think about this, we say, oh yes, 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 I know. Like I need to focus more on the self, but it can be quick to, or easy, my apologies, to forget that. So this can quickly put us into a very negative spiral that has us feeling much more less than, and then we start showing up in the world smaller than we should. We start showing up as a smaller version of ourselves because our energy is so low and we're feeling unworthy because we're in this awful comparison mode. And this is something that I have done before, especially uh, in business or if I've scrolled through social media, of course, you see some beautiful woman and you think, oh my gosh, like she's so gorgeous. I, oh, I really need to get on my workout routine and oh, got to put the wine down and put the chocolate away. You know, I, I need to be more toned or whatever, right? Like these are all the, some of the stupid conversations we have in our mind, or at least I, I'm going to be transparent and I've definitely gone there before. However, it's really, really good to keep your comparison in check and realize that we are all not that different in terms of the comparison, right? And that we all hold our own special, unique gifts and powers, right? And that that woman that you may be comparison, comparing, sorry, can't talk today, comparing yourself to in business or style or what have you, maybe her fitness routine, whatever, um, 
you know, she may also be comparing herself to someone else that we don't see also. So I wanted to give you a few things to keep in mind just to keep your comparison in check and hopefully help you with it when you approach that threshold in future. So the first thing that I like to keep in mind if I feel myself going down comparison road is to remember that anything you see in media or in social media is just the highlight reel. So people very rarely show their crappy days. They don't talk about very often the days of frustration, the days of struggle, the days where you might be bawling your eyes out on the floor or that you're wanting to give up or hear uh, or sorry, or, or feeling like your own body insecurities. And I think that's why I probably got a chuckle. If any of you love the movie, Julie and Julia, it's one of like my favorites. I love that movie. Um, Julie at one point when she's in the midst of this challenge that she's given herself to cook like Julia Childs is so overwhelmed and so frustrated that she's not going to be able to do it. And she's comparing herself and you see her having a meltdown, <laughs> throwing chicken and stuffing all over the floor. I don't know for me, I just got such a good laugh out of that uh, portion of the movie, but it's so true. Like you just don't see those crappy days behind the scenes, right? It's not something that people showcase very often. People want to show their accomplishments and they want to keep positive and they'll show the things that get them pumped up and excited about their life. Now I love transparent posts and things in media where people really do show, you know, the rawness of life, because of course we all go through our own highs and lows, but it's really important to consciously tell yourself when you're looking at something, or if you're feeling a comparison come on that you are just viewing the highlight reel and that every single person has bad days. Now, the next thing to keep in mind, point number two, is that you cannot compare someone's 2000th, 2000th step, again, I can't talk and apologize, to your 20th, right? We all have a journey to travel. We all have a journey to travel. So let's extrapolate this to talking about fitness or exercise. And this is something that I can very much relate to being that I had gone through my own weight loss journey last fall. Um, and for those of you that want information on that 35 pound weight loss, you can go check out my YouTube uh, channel. Cause I talk about it there, but I know when I was beginning that, you know, I, I was motivated more by the fact that I wanted to feel healthy. It was never about a sizing thing for me. I just came to a point where I started to feel gross in my own skin. And at that point I was also feeling like, oh my gosh, I have so far to go. Like it's going to take me forever to get where it is that I want to be. But regardless, I knew that I had two choices. I could grumble about it and could, you know, never start. Or I could recognize that, yeah, I have far to go, but if I start today, I'll be one step closer than I was the day before, right? So I tried to keep my mind in check that this was a journey and I had to start it the best that I could. And that if I never began, I would never get to my end goal. And I had to keep that in mind when I was looking at the journey of other people that I found inspiring for their fitness, thinking that, oh, you know, they, they look great. Like that's so aspirational and realize that they have been doing this for a heck of a lot longer than me. So although I'm now at a place where I feel a lot healthier, I'm now more focused on the wellness aspect of wanting to become more fit and more toned. And again, I have to remind myself that I just have to meet myself where I'm at. I have to take baby steps. I have to allow my journey to unfold because it is not an overnight process. So I'm sharing that with you because I want you to ask yourself, how can you use 
that person that you're comparing yourself to as inspiration and drive for where you want to be. Now, you don't want to, you know, compare yourself and say, I need to look like that person or I need to do exactly what they're doing because that's not the point. But if you can flip the script and say, wow, she's at the place that I find really inspiring. Oh, I like how she seems to live her life. Oh, I like the foods that she's eating. You know, that's really inspiring. That is a very different and empowered energy that you're coming from rather than one of a victim mentality where you are giving your uniqueness and own personal power away. So you can flip the script a little bit, or if it's not with fitness, you could ask like, can you hire a coach to help you on your journey? Can you start eating better? Can you you maybe focus on your goals more like who are you looking at and what are they doing that's making you feel that way ask if you can use it as fuel rather than allowing it to dampen your spirits there's always something in that comparison that is obviously becoming a trigger for us that we can look at as a mirror and ask ourselves how we can use it to do better right so if i was looking at someone that was triggering me in terms of fitness let's say for example It's not that they're doing anything wrong or that I'm less than it's only triggering me because I know that I'm not putting in the effort that I probably could. So it's just a mirror for me on how I could maybe do better or maybe recommit to what I'm trying to achieve. Right? So I can use that as more drive and inspiration in my life and future. Now, the next point, tip number three is to curate your social media. Now, this is a massive one that, I, again, I think people know, but very few people do. And one thing that I am unapologetic for is I follow very few people. I just don't want a bunch of crap in my newsfeed that I don't care about. I don't want to hear other people's opinions. I don't want to hear about how Karen's complaining about some restaurant she went to or some stupid drama on Facebook or whichever. None of that stuff is important to me. I don't want to open my my newsfeed and be a part of it. I don't want to take that in. I don't want it to shift my mindset to something that I don't need to focus on, right? Because I do believe that we take on the energy of others a lot of the time. So I am very unapologetically protective of my energy and what I take in, who I talk to, what I view, et cetera, et cetera. So I had actually heard of this a few years back and found it to be like revolutionary for me at the time. Uh, from Kara, if any of you guys know her from The Champagne Diet, she also has a fabulous podcast as well. Uh, and she had mentioned this like years and years back. Uh, and I thought, wow, that's beautiful. Like I need to do that. I really wasn't, you know, looking after my social media feed the way that I could. So I started unfollowing people. I started cleaning up my feeds. You know, if you're worried that, you know, it's going to create some drama with the like friend situation on Facebook, let's say, for example, you can just unfollow them rather than unfriend them. But let me tell you, it made such a massive difference on my, on my mindset, right? Because I wasn't consuming things that were useless to me and I wasn't consuming negativity. I wasn't consuming things that were taking me outside of my goals and what I found inspiring and wasn't training my mind because I do believe that's what we're doing with social. I wasn't training my mind to pick out and only see the negative because I truly believe if that's constantly what you're seeing, if you're constantly absorbing negativity, whether it's from family, friends, social media, whatever, I do believe it kind of trains your mind to see more of it. And I don't want that in my life. And maybe to some of you that sounds sheltered or naive or whichever. But again, I'm unapologetic about it. I am protective of my energy and I want to feel inspired and empowered going through my day. I don't care about anything else. (laughs) 
<laughs> I can, you know, go to news sources when I want to see what's happening and keep current with what's happening in media and in the world and all those kind of things. But all the other frustration and things that people may be expressing on social media or Twitter, for example, because I find Twitter incredibly negative sometimes, you know, I don't have to absorb that. So I can just mute or unfollow and it ends up being a much more positive interaction and space for me as a result. Now, the fourth tip is to work on your mindset and body image. Now, this is a big one. And again, not something that happens overnight, like most things, but you want to make sure that you fill your mind and closet with things that empower you and that excite you and that make you feel next level. And of course, if any of you want any help with the style front, I'd be happy to help with that. (laughs) But dressing for the life and woman you desire to be will help you move in actions that she does. And this is one of the coolest things that I love about styles so much is that when you start dressing for the woman that you desire to be, you start embodying her actions, right? You're inspired to move through your day like she would, right? And then you're now in this empowered energy because you're coming as the more um, enlightened and larger, more expansive, filled with possibilities version of yourself. And when you think of a day where you're feeling fantastic, you know, you have a more loving dialogue with yourself in the mirror, when you are wearing something that makes you feel good, when you think about those days, you really are not in comparison mode. You are coming from a larger, more expansive, happier place right? So your body image and mindset are so largely intertwined and your closet, of course, is a massive part of that, which is what I love helping my clients with. But in that also becomes a lot of mindset work. And mindset is something that again, takes time. This is something that you will forever work on, right? It's never something that you perfect and never have to look at again. But I love the act of journaling when you are trying to keep your mindset in check. So this is where for me personally, and I've talked about this before because hashtag journaling nerd for life. (laughs) I love to journal first thing in the morning. And I, there's a couple ways that I like to approach it. One of the things that I like to do, which Julia Cameron talks about in her book, the artist way is she does the morning pages, which is essentially a brain dump of anything that may you know, cross your mind in the morning. So anything from to-do list to, you don't want to write the morning pages to all the things that you might be stressing on and turning over. It's good to get those out on the pages so that it's not filling your mind the rest of the day. You kind of got it out on paper, so to speak. The other way that I like to journal too, to keep my mindset right is to write out maybe a goal that I have and when I have written out that goal, I'll ask myself, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how possible do I feel that it is to attain this goal? And if I write anything less than 10, well, now I've got work to do. So if it's less than 10, what I now have to write out, what would it take for me to believe that it is possible? So then I can sort of walk backwards through these steps and I can see where my fear or frustration or comparison or any, you know, mindset work that I may have to do uh, like where it is. Right. So it makes everything more visible as to where I may be limiting myself with limiting beliefs or fears or comparison or what have you. Right. So I love journaling because it can be such a 
beautiful deep dive into our subconscious beliefs and how that's showing up in our actions during the day. And again, mindset's not something that happens overnight. So I love the journaling exercise. I also love to follow other podcasts that I find incredibly inspiring or accounts on social media, whether it's YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or what have you that are all about empowering women, inspiring women, you know, keeping your energy uh, and goals at the forefront and keeping you in this high vibe state. Not that you're going to be you know, high vibe, quote unquote, all the time, because are you going to have crappy days still? Yes, of course you will. (laughs) Everybody has crappy days, but you'll roll through them a lot faster and you'll be able to shake them off much more differently or much, sorry, I'm having issues talking today. You'll shake them off better and and from a more empowered and inspired place because you'll be uh, doing like your mindset work and you'll know how to work through that fear and limiting belief much quicker. Now, the last way to walk through comparison and to shake it off is to ask yourself how you're speaking to yourself. And this obviously takes a lot more intentional self-awareness because, you know, our mind goes through thousands of thoughts, quite frankly, during the day, maybe even millions, I'm not sure. So it can be hard to catch the dialogue that you have with yourself throughout the day. But you want to make sure that you are talking to yourself like your best friend does. If you were to say some of the things that you say internally to your best friend, you may not be friends anymore, (laughs) or they might think you were incredibly negative, or you may have some words and have some issues to hash out with one another, right? So why we would think that this is okay to say to ourselves is beyond me. And it's not to say that I don't do this. I mean, of course I have negative and down days as well. Some days I go really deep down the spiral, but it's good to check yourself and ask if you're doing, like it's kind of self-inflicted, right? Like you're doing this to yourself. And a lot of the time it is because of course, comparison is just this internal mental dialogue that we're having with ourselves. And so this is where I go back to the mindset work and the body image and really check in with what I'm doing and what I'm saying to myself and recognizing that I need to keep it in check or maybe do a little bit more work. And if for some reason I can't you know, pull myself out of comparison itis, or I'm still feeling really down because of it. That is when I will reach out to a coach. It's when I will reach out to close friends and I will talk to them about how I am feeling because of course, like anything, especially with mental health, it is good to talk about how you are feeling. You never want to internalize that because it's never something that's going to make you feel good. It's always good to at least get it out on paper or talk to somebody because again, in all those situations, you are never ever alone. We all go through our own negative spirals. We all go through those days where, you know, you want the chicken wings, but you also want the bod, right? (laughs) Or whatever. And you're comparing, you're comparing, you're comparing, sorry, yourself to what you see online. We all have days like that. So you're definitely never, ever alone. So anyway, I hope this episode was helpful for you guys. Remember to always bring yourself back to a place of remembering your own personal power and knowing that everything that you see online always has a positive and negative and that you are really truly seeing the highlight reel. Um, Because again, you want to keep the comparison thing in check because otherwise you can make yourself miserable. And that's not what I want for you guys. I always want all of my beautiful uh, style squad to come from this really beautiful, empowered place. Uh, Because again, that's when we start to step into our next level woman and live a totally uh, empowered and up-level version of our life. So I'm sending you all the love and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. 
And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell, to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode.